beyond the finite borders of our reality. There is a boundless multiverse of possibilities, endless worlds of magic and adventure spinning through an infinite cosmos of aether. Each facet of the multiverse is a revelation of the beauty of infinite possibility. Few people are even aware that there is anything beyond the borders of everything they have ever known. But there are those precious few with the ability to move across the multiverse. Planeswalkers. One in a million is born with the spark to become a planeswalker. Even fewer reach their potential, and fewer still are strong enough to survive the journey, putting them in an elite and powerful group of friends and enemies. Welcome to Plane Shift, a live play D&D podcast where we follow the adventures of four planeswalkers, awakened to their power and taking the first steps in establishing themselves in the multiverse, seeking out new worlds and new opportunities, and discovering what this new, boundless freedom could mean. Hi, I'm Will. I'm the show's producer, and I play Llewellyn Coyden, the half-dryad swashbuckler. Hello, I'm Kimbra, and I play Nymphia of the Vervain, the elvish druid. Hey there, I'm Katie, and I'm playing Cecilia Crane, the human sorcerer. Hi, I'm Keon. I'll be playing Ershia Jalan, the Aetherborn Warlock. Hi, I'm Dan. I'll be playing the Dungeon Master. Here's what happened last time on Plane Shift. It is most definitely a merfolk. Whatever she's doing, she's praying, channeling, chanting. You're not entirely sure, but you probably should stop. Try to do something to stop before this gets any worse. Out of the corner of your eye, you notice that there's something coming from the sea before you take a good look and realize that there is now a wave coming straight from the sea towards the coastline. And we're not talking a small wave, we're talking a pretty damn big wave at this point. Is that your work? Oh no, that's her work. And she kind of points directly towards the sea. Yeah, I figure I'll grab it, I'll I'll grab it with my other hand and kind of like hold it. Alright. The second you touch it, you feel this kind of surge as you instantaneously know what it is. It's the command pendant for that thing you were fighting earlier. Llewellyn's gonna get behind her and shove the uh, the veil. The, he's gonna shove the mansion like on her, like he's like tossing her in a sack to like force her into the into this mansion and then like hold it up for everyone else. All right, get him. Now that everybody's in the little portable mansion, Llewellyn's not, except for him. You see far out into the distance. There's something there, something huge massive as far as you can tell. You can see waves breaking against its body, different colors, white and kind of pinks and reds, scales uh, almost like brightly colored fish that head fins you've grown to notice, particularly on uh, Murphok. This is a god. Thassa? I did. I was able to uh, not only gain a demon's favor, but to allow him to ignore the gods, I was able to go into the underworld for a brief moment and escape successfully, so that's rather good. Now let's begin. We left off with everyone sitting down for a meal. 
as Nimoth was hungry, as he almost always is. Alright, so, you fought some things, made a giant, I believe it was called a shield guardian, run off. Anyhow, uh, it appears you've had an eventful trip without me. You could say that. Uh, well, I mean, you said you basically went to hell, right? It, the underworld. It, it's a difference. There's a difference. I mean, yes, technically, so if you want to say you can go to hell, you technically can do that here. There's no fires, just lots of dark, damp, kind of dead smells. It's, it's, oh, it's one of those boring hells. That sounds like <laughs> your kind of place. <laughs> yes, that sounds vaguely like my homework. Except that it's filled with the living, so probably not too much. But there's so it's, some well, living what's the point? I thought you couldn't tell the difference. I think I'm kind of alive a little bit. Yeah, right? I mean, what's You're the point of putting living Do I look alive to you? <laughs> You're very much alive, okay? If you were dead, I don't know. Would you have, though? You didn't even know what the golem was doing. Something about his precious, I presume. Oh, (laughs) This is slowly driving me to consider drinking again. Anyhow. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you stop? (laughs) Cecilia look at each other and it's like, stop, start again. (laughs) What do you mean stop? Wait, start again. <laughs> How do you start again? <laughs> I mean, I guess if you put a drink down. All right. So, uh, what's everybody's passive perception, real quick? Four, five, six, seven. Seven, Four. Seventeen. Fourteen. All right. Ten. <laughs> so, uh, Nymphia, you notice at the edge of the doorway there is what looks like a damp spill coming in rather steadily. Oh no. Um. I don't mean to alarm everyone, but it appears that we might have a leak. Well, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is where for alarm. Yes, where I am alarmed. <laughs> uh, one of the servants standing nearby goes, the other guest was dry. Oh, I see what happened here. Or, no, we don't have a leak. We have waterboarding issues. <gasps> no, it's, that's not fair. It should... <laughs> We just moistened the merfolk. Uh, a now sort it might of even be worse. And now sort of steady stream of water comes in through the doorway. The floor is starting to fill up with about two inches of water now. Oh no! All right. Um, I, he looks at the the servants. All right. Uh, congratulations. You took it too far. Uh, new orders. Uh, keep if staying dry is a problem, then keep her. Wet, but don't submerge the room in water. <laughs> if you will submerge the room in water, seal that room off somehow, and before we open it, remind us that the room is full of water. <laughs> Maybe just put her in the pool at this point. She was in the pool. She I was, she was, no, 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 she was adjacent no, to the pool. Like, we were torturing her. We were, right. being, we were being a little mean. Yeah. Granted, she did try to kill us all, but... This is uh, some worrying thing he is going to look so he looks at the the servant right right in the eyes yes who owns the mansion no one how do you I you're sh- all guests well I can't keep stuff in this in this building anymore <laughs> <laughs> well I mean you're the one who holds it right how do I go about changing that I don't see how you could Nemox thoughts ah uh, Supposedly, I could simply bind the artifact to your soul, or so to speak. That way, it would be directly yours, and no one else could use it or access it. Uh, you'd have complete control over it, in such a sense, but I haven't done with anything that utilizes spatial magic before. Mm. Let's put that as plan B for now, and just worry about protecting the space. Alright, so, uh, the merfolk in the room, we can't trust 
the servants to keep her locked up in there, and sounds like, and he looks at one of the servants, you'll just open the door whenever she asks, won't you? Oh, she already asked. Oh, balls. Uh, Alright, uh, so we've got a bitch we need to kill. <laughs> <laughs> capture, kill, capture preferably, but if she's up to too much trouble, then we stop her. You're standing in about ankle deep water at this point. Right, it's just. Stop, stop the water. I'm afraid I can't do that. Well then, um. Is there a way to just, like, open the door yeah. to this place somehow? Just. Yes. How do we do that? Then can you lift dr- the curtain? Oh, alright, um. I'll step outside, uh, keep the curtain open, let everything drain out. Everything important's on the second floor anyway. Um, look for, or say start on the second floor. Wait, hold on. This hanky of holding, is it underneath like a tide of water that just came in? No, no it's, it's, it's sitting on top of a building. One oh, of the taller okay. ones. There, okay. Yeah, he, he got everybody inside so no one would have to like, because he was the one who could fly, flew up above it because if he just left it down there then someone yeah. could pick it up or it could get washed out into the ocean and we'd all wander out and just be like, oh, we're underwater now. Oh. That's, we can't breathe. Okay. Uh, so good. he flew up to the top of one of the buildings and then went in. So okay. that's up yes. there. I forgot that. All right. <clears throat> so we're going to be uh, looking for her, I guess, as a group. Well, Lola's going to be outside holding All right, so you're outside and yeah. we're going to find the Merkel. All right. As you cross through this now knee-deep water, Eventually, you do see another one of the servants walking uh, along the way, followed by what appears to be a very large, small raft. Uh, right. Um, he, he will also point at one of the servants. Get buckets, stand by the entrance, start bailing it out. I'm going to accelerate the process, but any little bit helps. We were simply going to use the drain. Oh! Well, that simplifies things immensely. Yes, by all means. Why wasn't that We'd have to fill up the building first, however. Hmm. We're not. We're not filling up the building. Let's let's see if that's absolutely necessary, and then we'll. All right. Um, so he steps out and keeps the thing open. Right. So as you kind of as you kind of crawl out from underneath the uh, the edge of this ultimate security blanket, uh, amongst the small torrent of water kind of coming out with you. You stand moderately soaked, but to your surprise, there's a man standing at the exit of it. He's clad in this bronze and leather armor, red stripes painted across it. He stands holding a very large hammer, uh, almost at attention. <laughs> uh, uh, hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a quick, effectively like role playing role, because I I know kind of the reason Lulin behaves the way he does. So let's see if that holds through. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to... Uh, perfect, just in time. Uh, and he holds out one end of the blanket. Hold this. <laughs> Laundry day, am I right? And it's like the water starts pouring out. As he starts <laughs> <laughs> are, are you physically picking it up or just a corner? Uh, he's, he's holding it. Like, he's picking it up, holding it by a corner, and just like, all right, hold this. The man reaches down, grabs the corner as you ask, and stands there. Fantastic, perfect. So glad you're right when you did. You know, it's, it's, you try to keep things dry, and it's... It, it'll rain, like every time you try to do laundry, it either rains or it's, it's just the worst, am I right? The man kind of stands there, nods for a moment, before going, Do explain how this is fresh water and not the seawater that came in. I was just said it was raining, didn't I? It hasn't rained in over a month. Well, that's very distressing. I hope everybody's not, like, <laughs> too thirsty. Use that topic quick. <laughs> Sounds like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, 
As my master described, you are not from around here. I am Dionysus. The Great Forge Master has sent me to collect you. He wishes to speak. Well, I'm all for that, but uh, we got to finish draining this sucker out first. He nods, takes the staff in one hand. This almost looks more like a staff with a hammer on the end of it, and clanks it against the ground. And the water seems to start fizzling underneath as you realize the stonework below is starting to heat up and boil away some of the water. You said there was a drought, right? Yes. I presume the town has a well? Of course. Well, this is old fresh water. Let's dump it out into the well. Where is it coming from? This uh, is more water than a blanket should hold. The poor. What? He just kind of like... He's <laughs> <laughs> like, and out of my eyes. He just kind of purses, purses his lips and shrugs like... Oh. <laughs> Very well. Another clank with this large metal staff. And the building itself, the edge of the roof seems to rise slightly as the stonework, and especially down below, you realize it's slowly starting to form into an aqueduct. Well, that's handy. It does have its perks. Well, uh, let's keep pouring this out. Maybe we'll kill two birds with one stone, empty all this all this fresh water out, and, you know, get, get a little kudos from the people afterwards. Of course. Uh, as, as he's about to speak, a very bewildered merfolk slides out from underneath. There she is! <laughs> oh, I was wait. Oh, all right. Um, well, she I guess is. she's stuck in the well. <laughs> so, uh, uh, quick dexterity. Uh, yeah. If you wanted to try and grab her. This is going to be hard as she is sliding out with quite a bit of water down what is now an aqueduct. Alright. Come on. Uh, 17 plus 4. I think you think that makes it? I'd say so. <laughs> so as as she's sliding past, you reach over, absent-handedly grabbing her foot and yanking her up. Uh, is, strength, is there strength. gonna be like strength or athletics? Uh, I'm gonna say strength for this one. All right, straight strength. Um, well, that landed right on the point. Um, it it was either a twenty, a four, or a seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that's a three. So you grab a hold of her and yank her up, but this torrent of water and her own desperate attempts at swimming away in it uh, lead the both of you to start falling into the small aqueduct. Um, <laughs> Where's the uh, hanky I'm holding at this point? It time is for, time for some flying boots while I'm falling. <laughs> uh, even, if, even if I don't activate them, mm-hmm. they slow my fall. Okay. Yeah, so I, I will have some time to kind of react to all of this nonsense. Can I do some sort of check or use my reaction mm-hmm. to thorn whip onto the rooftop and just hold myself up by my thorn whip? I I would say make a ranged spell attack. Okay. And then followed by an athletics check to see not if you hit and then if you're able to uh, swing and position yourself exactly how you want. Uh, so my ranged attack is mm-hmm. going to be a 16. That hits. All Your right. thorn whip wraps around one of the upper posts, one of these columns, and secures itself tautly. All right. And now uh, athletics? Athletics. Uh, 17. All right. So like Luke Skywalker, you grab hold of this merfolk, your arm wrapped around her waist, and swing just as planned from your thorn whip 
along the edge, landing on another platform. Um, so, like, I, I'm picturing, like, him, like, swings the whip forward like yep. Indiana goddamn Jones. Yes. <laughs> swings around and, like, with the momentum of the boots, like, almost goes into, like, a full circle and lands on the rooftop opposite. And just, like, holding this merfolk, <laughs> holding her up and just, like, looking her dead in the eyes, like... She, in this odd sense that this is not the first thing that has frightened or amazed her today, just kind of goes, is this how gods are made? Mm. Well, I, I, I don't know what you're planning to do tonight, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the man, Dionysus, as he referred to himself earlier... Uh, standing as what appears to be the last of, triple of this water seems to pour out. I'm uh, picturing him like, that was what? Like the kid in Incredibles? Like, <laughs> or like on the on the uh, floor below, there's like the kid from the Incredibles on a tricycle. <laughs> that was awesome! <laughs> uh, Dionysus does not seem particularly impressed, but you do hear a couple of cheers uh, from what appears to be a couple of buildings over as a Someone witnessed this and pointed out just how spectacular it was. That was awesome! <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> What's everybody else who's inside of this ultimate security blanket uh, doing now that the water has receded to the point of only being an inch well, or so? Well, we were looking for the merfolk. Did we see her escape? Unfortunately, no. Oh, God. Uh, it's time to search the house. <laughs> Right, yeah, you, we're still you and Kat, I can just imagine her like running past us and doing like a slip and slide. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody hear? <laughs> uh, is there anything that you're trying to do? Like, did you ask servants? Did you like start checking room from room? Maybe you jumped on the one raft that uh, people saw. No, I would probably just ask somebody if they saw her. One, I, one of the servants, whichever one. She just exited. Wonderful. All right. Well, let's all leave now. <laughs> Everyone! <laughs> Just kind of yell whoever can hear. I'm assuming they can both hear me. I'm, I'm not... If you'd like for me to relay a message, I certainly Go can. ahead and do that. Thank you. Thank you, good sir. I'm <laughs> going outside now. <laughs> uh, near both of you, a servant that pops their head out of the door. The merfolk left in a slip and slide of water. You're summoned outside. <sighs> their head pops back. Okay, okay time to go out. Nope. <laughs> all, right, all right, let's all go outside. <laughs> Alright, so as you kind of crawl out from underneath the security blanket... Wouldn't it still be held up? Yes. And pouring in, like, through this aqueduct system? So they'd essentially just (laughs) plop out in front of Dionysus along with the water that he's pouring out, (laughs) which will just raise more questions than answers. Oh, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, but we don't know. We don't know it's him yet. (laughs) No. So as... uh, Who's stepping out first? I probably well, stepped yeah, out first because I like, was only decided really first that I'm leaving. All right. Uh, really quick, just do athletics. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Strength is or, my specialty. Or you can do dexterity. Up or to acrobatics. I oh, I'll do acrobatics if that's okay. That's fine. All right. 13 plus 5. Yeah. Okay. So as you step out, there is a sudden surprise. It's a very tall man clad in armor is standing there. <laughs> but luckily you managed not only to not hit him, but to step back and gracefully bow in such a way before standing out of the way for everybody else to exit. The okay. Russian judge was not impressed. <laughs> no. Was, no. Well, the, the Olympic judge from Russia this yes. year. Yes. I guess I will. Damn you, Svetlana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, 
Did you, were you paying attention to how uh, she stepped out or if there was anything in particular? Probably not. All right. <laughs> like, let's go. So, uh, so roll, you can either do athletics or dexterity. Uh, dexterity. Go for it. I'm as good at athletics as Cecilia's. <laughs> might be better, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. What is that? Nine. You. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> Not bad. So result. <laughs> That's a number. So as you step out, not expecting anybody to be in the way, you step right into this tall man, clad in this bronze and leather armor, holding a large hammer staff. And as you bump into him, you can kind of feel that it's like touching a brick wall. You feel like you've just walked into something, and you kind of stagger back for a second. Hello, friend. The man nods. I'm Dionysus. It is a pleasure to meet you. I'm Nymphia. Pleasure to meet you, too. And your shy will be walking out. Would I be close enough behind her to have seen everything? <laughs> were you paying attention to how... You were pretty close, though. Yeah, Probably we... not, but, like, it, she would have been right in front of me. All right, right? all right. How... Uh, I'll put this two ways. You can either make a dexterity check, or you can roll performance to see how... Because I assume Ishaya kind of swagger walks places sometimes. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so that's up to you. Alright, I will make a performance check. That would be 11. So I kind of just walk out and throw out jazz hands like, Hello! (laughs) So you, immediately after exiting this ultimate security blanket, spot someone you don't know, and throw out these jazz hands. Vigorous jazz hands, may I add. Vigorous jazz hands. Smoky jazz hands, too. <laughs> Smoky jazz Wait, jazz hands or spirit fingers? Ooh. Ooh. That's a tough call. Fucking no love dogs. Up to you. Up to you. Like, Got to spirit fingers. Everything at once. <laughs> and just... Hey there. How's it going? I think that's the appropriate tone of voice to use when making jazz hands and spirit fingers. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, hey there. <laughs> For the first time since you've noticed him standing here, this man's face has sort of changed its expression. Before it was just this kind of bored, displeased duty, but now their eyebrows raised. Nah. Duty. Is this, <laughs> is this individual, like, is he a human? Or? Oh, he is most certainly a human. Okay. He is a rather tall human, standing almost seven feet tall. Uh, oh my. With a very muscular <laughs> Hey, <build>. sailor. <laughs> <laughs> is there anyone else? And before you can even say anything, no you one important. <laughs> no, shut no up. No one we care about. <laughs> Just throw the brother away. <laughs> okay, no, can, we, can we put it over something embarrassing? <laughs> before no, you before are, I can say that. Before you can even say a word, and because this was a natural one. Oh, oh no. no. Nemoc. Like par for the course for Nemoc, though. <laughs> Poor Nemoc. Nemoc slips on the small stream of water as he exits, flopping backwards and landing straight onto his ass, looking directly up at this mountain of a man now staring down at him, his various goggles and eyes sort of whirling and clicking into place. I see uh, we have a visitor. <laughs> Still prone, says Nemok on the ground. Okay. <laughs> Can I help you? I am Dionysus. The Great Forge Master has sent me to retrieve you, so that he may speak with you. Who? Wonderful! No, not wonderful. Who is this, and why is that wonderful? 
Uh, I don't actually know why it would be wonderful. Well, thank you. Then why did you say wonderful? <laughs> I'm on the ground here, okay? Things can't really get Indeed, any... stay there. Uh, who is <laughs> this? Lily can't hear any of this, but like, that's no excuse! <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're close enough you can hear this conversation. Okay. You, you wrapped up onto the building. You probably walked over there at this point. All right. This, this one bear folk still kind of clinging to you in this... What have I done? <laughs> Holding her in like that forward carry. <laughs> <laughs> if you really want it, sure. So I'll um, be the typical uh, myself. Who is this Forge Master? And I believe that there might have been some sort of a strange merfolk creature flying out of it. Did you happen to see where it went? He gestures with his hammer and like, <laughs> holding her. <laughs> uh, looking like an absolute triumph, just, just standing there. I think you found her. And as for the Forge Master, he is the head cleric of the god Perforos. None of that means anything to me. A moment of silence. (laughs) Perforos, the god of the forge, tender of the mountain, the the wrath of the gods, no? (laughs) No, I'm sort of uh, blanking on on whoever this is. Why does he seek us specifically? He saw your actions and saw your craft. He... Wishes to observe it and speak with you. Hmm. To disobey the summoning would be a great dishonor. Um, you would most yeah, likely... that's that's her concern here. Right, like... <laughs> and you would most likely not be welcomed into any other settlements. Well, I mean, can't hurt to go. If we go, there could be wine. Mm. There will most certainly be wine. <laughs> oh, well, His name's Dionysus. Yeah. There's probably going to be wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I don't know about you two, or that third bloke over there who's always doing his own thing. Hello. I'm okay with getting some wine. And we shall depart at once. Okay, bye. We're leaving. Have fun with the your mother and girlfriend. Bye. Namak's still kind of on the ground. We, we, didn't we establish, like, he just walked up carrying, like, I, I got her. <laughs> <laughs> he was already <laughs> present, like. <laughs> um, Nymphia offers a hand to Namak to help him up. He gladly Aww. takes it. He kind of pulls himself up. Just swamped him. <laughs> <laughs> no! No! <laughs> that. How else will he learn? <laughs> <laughs> Sort of like a, a, a jail or like a holding cell or like a cage, maybe. Or solution didn't really pan out. Maybe <laughs> some rope laying around that we could borrow. Ooh. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rolls eyes. <sighs> Rolls out the heaviest sigh you've heard from Nimak yet. There is no time. We must leave at once. All right. Well, I guess we have a friend. <laughs> She's still very silent, quiet. We can't, we can't put good. her where she was. Yeah. We already left stuff I'll, in there. I'll I don't just, want her to have I'll it. Just, I'll just stay wherever you, wherever you need me to sit. Just, just please. You come with us. All right. Gonna meet a forge master. For, forge, forge master? I, I don't know. Ask, ask, the, ask, ask Captain Hammer over here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, the great forge master. Yes, that is my title. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> it's very official. <laughs> yes, the great forge master has summoned them. Although you are a different story. And he seems to glare at her. She kind of murmurs, I should really get back to the sea. No, that's not it. <laughs> Last time you were there, you found a, th- a thing, you brought it, you attacked people, you're coming with us. 
I don't, I don't, I don't have the thing anymore. I just, just want to put that out. Yeah, and it's too late. <laughs> uh, we still have rope and noise and pointy things, and it's you're coming with us. I, 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 can, just, I can go back to the room. I was no, like, oh, no, are, are you no, sure? You, you, you lost your room privileges. <laughs> I, I just asked for some water. Mm, no. I don't think you did. I did. I did. I did nothing. Fill a room with it. Be careful what you wish for. I guess you're not <laughs> I going was back just in there. Swim. It was terrible. There was a pool right next to you. Yeah, that was the. We place. can have this argument on the way there. Yeah, you would be very similar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dionysus kind of gestures and holds the blanket over to uh, uh, Cecilia. Actually, I think you should take hold of this. Oh, that, I, I believe I should as well. Thank you so much. And he kind of <laughs> steps down. He kind of steps down what you hadn't noticed before, but there appear to be some stairs. Uh, if anyone wants, you can make a small perception check. I'm busy looking at my beautiful handkerchief. 17. Uh, 20 total. Uh, either of you two can make an arcana check as well if you want to. Like? 7. Um, 13. So, the one of you with 13. <laughs> this was very obviously made with a spell that manipulates the earth. These stairs were not here before because he put them here. Mm. And he casually stepping down them. Uh, Cecilia, do you still have the amulet, right? Yes, I do, actually. Where, where are you keeping that right now, by the way? Um. Like, are you wearing it? Is it on a pocket? Do you just hold it? I would probably just put it in a pocket because the chain was broken on it, so it's kind of just, like, hanging there. What's your passive perception again? Nine. All right. Everything's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Off in the distance, she goes like, stop, 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 stop. stop. <laughs> coming back. So as you kind of... Everything's fine. <laughs> so he starts leading you back, actually, the way that you had originally come. Uh, people are starting to put their lives back together after this unexpected tsunami. Mm. Stall vendors trying to collect their produce. Uh, there are people who are uh, trying to get water out of their houses, dry out mats, shirts, clothing. Small oh. child going, that was totally wicked! <laughs> <laughs> and as you kind of approach the gates that you first, there is a, a hole right through one of these massive stone walls that previously... I wonder where that could have come from. <laughs> uh, he actually leads you straight through this hole, as it appears to be a little bit more direct in pathing. Uh, you can clearly see that whatever hit this hit it with a great speed. Do I have like any indication if this command pendant thing, like does the does the does the guardian thing have to like hear me, or if I just kind of like can I use it like a walkie talkie type thing? Or, like, you more kind of breaker, say. <laughs> breaker, breaker. Unless you want to ask Nemok. We got some Smokies on our back. <laughs> I am too proud to ask Nemok. <laughs> I figured as much. Nat twenty plus three. So as you kind of run your fingers across it, uh, you feel this small magical connection with it. Specifically that wherever this shield guardian is, that this amulet should be able to speak with it. Command it. Oh, alright. I'll very quietly uh, whisper, Come find me, but try not to break everything on the way here. <laughs> Smash. <laughs> <laughs> alright. The... the First part of the journey is not too long. Dionysus makes it a little bit easier. This the road almost seems to, to be in perfect condition as he walks on it. Uh, as you continue through, you go through uh, some small thickets of woods, and there is some kind of shouting up ahead. Dionysus pauses. We should probably check this out. Nemak nods, kind of looks for a second. 
goggles swirling, clicking into place, and that obnoxiously big pair seemed to click specifically onto the left eye. The shield guardian it was, right? What? <laughs> I believe I found it, and some very angry neighbors. I mean, I know where it is. My friend. <laughs> Your friend. I think that's what a friend is, right? It's something that you sort of, like, order around and it just listens to you all that, the time? That would be, that would be a servant. I'm not so sure. I mean, no, but also, they don't really have Also, also, I'm sorry. <laughs> Coming from someone who has a mere slave army just at his They disposal. are friends, okay? Thank you. Thank you. That we're in agreement, aren't we? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, in a quick approach, almost a sprint at this point, Dionysus taking the lead, you come across a couple of... Well, they... I just realized this. Uh, Ishaya would have absolutely no... Actually, actually I figured Ishaya would be lost in this whole damn plane. <laughs> He's just confused most of the time, but he doesn't make most that known. Most of the time. <laughs> but he doesn't make that known. He's, he's too stylish to look that way. Definitely. Gotta keep my etherborn face, like, permanently in a scowl. Let's <laughs> think you've been doing spirit fingers, like, the whole way. Like, you never stop. You're just like, All right, yeah. like, as I'm walking, like, like spirit fingers. <laughs> Nymphia, I don't think you would have any idea about... These either. Uh, Susu, you've been around to a couple of planes before. Do you ever encounter a Minotaur? Yes. Okay. So... And I've seen other horrible creatures, so I'm like, ah, eh, whatever. <laughs> well, this is a group of Minotaur. About oh. six or so of them. Okay, I've seen like one. And they are <laughs> currently in the midst of hacking apart this massive metal golem that you recognize oh, is the no. shield card. <laughs> <laughs> It is, it is... The only doing, thing I've grown to love. <laughs> it is attempting not to break anything, and thus trying to dodge and deflect as many of these attacks as possible. What a good friend. Can I make a friend. quick... <laughs> a quick, like... Command to it? Command action. Yeah, go right ahead. I'm gonna say, kill. just kidding, kill the Minotaurs. Kill all those things that are trying to hurt you. Alright, um... <laughs> as you're holding this amulet, uh, you see this one Minotaur take what looks like a absolutely massive maul and swing and bring it down <gasps> and it shatters the arm off of this shield guardian. No. No. The gemstone in the midst of the amulet seems to crack a little bit <gasps> at first and the light that was there starts to dim very slightly. Shieldy, no! <laughs> <laughs> Why? We have to go and help. Since what have you been one for help? Oh, oh, you meant the guardian. Of course. Yes. I don't care about anybody. It's the Guardian. He's mine. You know, in fairness, the Minotaur certainly seem like they need help. You know, that's a very valid point. And almost as if on cue, this Guardian brings its fist down and just demolishes one of these Minotaurs, crashing it into the ground, and there is a distinctive crack of bone. Oh, he's doing pretty good. Yeah, maybe right. they don't have this run of hand. Ah. <laughs> uh, there's no clear shot in order to make it. And before Nima can finish his sentence, and in a surprise to Dionysus, who is now assumed a battle position, a loud horn blows, and what was once six Minotaurs is now 18. As a small squadron of them prowl directly out of these trees, charging at this massive goal. Oh, no. Nolan looks at the, the merfolk. See, aren't you glad you came with us? <laughs> <laughs> You missed all of this. <laughs> wow. Um, so, I mean, earlier I was all about getting your thing back, but we don't have You know have what I'll to... have to do? Gollum, come this way. Come towards us. I'm, why am I not surprised? <laughs> all right, um... 
this. Hey everybody, it's Will. Uh, it's finally got warm over here in Pennsylvania. Set the windows open while I'm recording this intermission. Um, just wanted to say thank you to all of you who are listening. We've managed to, according to my podcasting statistics, get over 1,500 downloads. That is astounding. I remember when I was amazed that we had gotten 100, and <laughs> this has just gone above and beyond anything I could have possibly hoped for. We've also got a pretty decent handful of iTunes reviews, which is always fantastic. Um, briefly touching on the one problem we've been having, I have no idea why episode 11 has been causing us so much trouble. Um, it's finally working on, from what I can see, every podcasting host except for Stitcher. Stitcher is the only one where it just gave up the ghost. I'm not sure if it's just because Stitcher doesn't update all that entirely, or it's running off some new proprietary software, or it's just not interacting with the RSS feed, but Stitcher is the only one where it's not working. So I am going to, with the upload of this episode, upload uh, another episode 11 just in case people missed it and are listening exclusively on Stitcher. Um, that's it for the break. Uh, any opportunity you can take to share this with your friends would be fantastic. Uh, any ratings and reviews we'd always appreciate. Uh, as always, we'd love to hear from you. If you want, you can reach out to us uh, either on our Twitter um, or through our email. That's um, Twitter is PlaneShiftCast, and our email is PlaneShiftPodcast at gmail.com. Um, looking forward to hearing from you. Anyway, here's the recommendations and a promo. Hi there. This is Keon, the voice of Rishai Jalan. I'd like to recommend something I use in my own magic decks, Oracle Inserts. Not only do Oracle Inserts Not only do Oracle Inserts provide a bit of rigidity for cards and sleeves, but they also add a ton of flavor without having to pay a premium to foil out your entire deck. They come in packs of 100. They each come in packs of 100, which is the perfect amount for Commander, and they currently have 5 designs. They fit into Ultra Pro, Dragon Shield, and KMC sleeves, so you don't have to worry about compatibility. My favorite of the bunch is the broken glass design. I'm actually getting another one of those for a separate deck I'm working on. You can get these directly from them at oracleinserts.com. Hey, podcast listeners, do you like comedy? Well, how do you like the highbrow and tasteful comedy that ensues after an oiled up, overly muscular fantasy hero stabs mythological creatures square in the testicles by accident? Ah, my square testicles! If you do, then you'll love The Legion of Renob. The Legion of Renob is a comedic romp into the world of 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons, available now at legionofrenob.com and on iTunes. Let's get back into it. Shield Guardian starts taking these almost staggered steps as it's trying to brush aside, blocking and deflecting some attacks from these more Metatars that have suddenly come. Uh, with its one, now one arm just in general, it makes several swings and uh, manages to slam down on one of these bigger looking Metatars with a distinctive crack of bone yes. and the red of blood seems to spill out onto the ground. Hooray! <laughs> I'm so proud the of that. The system works. <laughs> 
I'm running towards him at this point. Bye! <laughs> so, as you start I've to... been looking for something to add to my collection, and he is that thing. <laughs> Wild attacks now from this shield guardian. You can kind of tell because you're holding the amulet that it is, it's not really doing hot at all right now. Mm-hmm. Far, far worse than it was in the fight with you. Uh, and the shield guardian again takes uh, its massive arm swinging it and knocking aside a, uh, another minotaur, but not killing this one. <laughs> Several more swing at it, try to trip it with their uh, axes and pikes and mauls. And unfortunately, shield guardian staggers, but doesn't fall. It's not particularly long before the attention of one of these Minotaurs notices the party running directly towards them. We're all, like, waving streamers and (laughs) (laughs) conical hats on them, (laughs) carrying cake, like, yay! (laughs) And with a loud snort bellows, more of them! Oh, God. No, I'm scared now. All right, so everybody roll initiative now. I'm murdering all of them. I part right back at him. More of them! <laughs> Twelve. Fifteen. Uh, fifteen. Nineteen. Fourteen, fifteen, nineteen, and twelve. Okay. And now if I make two. Okay. So, he did not get the short end of the stick for this one. Thank God. A pair of minotaurs breaks off from this assault on the shield guardian, which is now staggering as its one foot seems to be caught almost in a grapple from one of these minotaurs. It's not able to move too well, but two of these minotaurs are charging at you. So, Isha, uh, you had a 19? Yep. So that actually puts you up first. Okay. So these two minotaurs are charging at us, right? How far away are they? Uh, they still have a good 20 feet. Okay. Does either one look like they have less armor than the other or like anything? Uh, both of them are clad in what looks like scraps of leather and cloth, loincloths. They don't really seem to have any armor whatsoever, really. Okay, I'm going to whip out the gauntlet of Scorching Ray and fire at their loincloth. <laughs> Good plan. Directly at their loincloth? Directly at their loincloth. Not at them, at their loincloth. Yep. No, burn their dicks off. Yep. <laughs> Alright, so I mean, I'm, I'm going to have you roll to hit, but you're going to roll with disadvantage for this, because you're aiming at the loincloth. Okay. <clears throat> That is a 19. That is a 17. Okay. You definitely hit the both of them, uh, whether or not it's intended to. Mm-hmm. Uh, these Minotaurs, their brutal charge, wailing axes raised, and you just fire off this burst from your Gauntlet of Scorching Ray. I need you to roll damage. Um, that's one. Mm-hmm. That's five. Six. Oh. <laughs> nice. So, eleven. 15, uh, 21, and 27. 27 damage. That's a bad one. <laughs> you, as your scorching ray flickers, burning away at the cloth leather that had previously been used as a one cloth, and not just that, but also at the flesh and the bone, as this first minotaur seems to fall over in a mild panic blood starting to pour as it topples away from its legs its hips scorched to the bone their dick is their weak point (laughs) (laughs) a loud horrified almost moo comes from the second (laughs) as he staggers for a moment and if you want your dicks to live (laughs) 
An intimidation on their dicks. <laughs> All of your dicks are next. <laughs> a dick intimidation. <laughs> All right. Uh, so who was it who had the uh, the fifteen? Yeah, the fifteen now. Because I yeah Me. okay. Because I wrote down for you two, but not you two. It's okay. Yeah, sorry. I rolled a ten and I have plus five. <laughs> All right. So what? So the other one is just a little freaked out. The other one running? is. Terrified, standing in place. He was originally going to be going next, but he just nope. <laughs> he just watched someone lose not only their balls but also their entire middle half. <laughs> I might have to give up on not having that explicit content warning <laughs> on iTunes. We we're, we probably needs to go down. Right, a lot of mentions of dicks. <laughs> um, I'm going to. Bite each other's dicks off. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm going to uh, magic missile the hell out of it using my second spell slot, um, so I get an additional dart. Okay. So I'm aiming for that guy. Um, are Are you also aiming for his loincloth, or just him in general? I'm just aiming for his the biggest part of his body. So okay. Generally, so his, his torso. Like, his torso. Yeah. If it happens to hit his dick, then it happens. <laughs> I mean, magic missile cannot miss. Yes. No, it can't. Yes. You could make this a video. I'm going to aim for his lower torso. <laughs> I mean, if you want, if you want to specifically target cock and balls. <laughs> I am getting four darts, so I'll go dick, balls, and his two nipples. Does or, he have two or, nipples? Well, that's, he, he that's five darts. Oh, sorry, just one nipple. I'll go for the right. it, or, or each two balls and two nipples. Mm, I'll do that. <laughs> Dick, balls, taint. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm gonna go under <laughs> his legs. Zwoop! <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Okay. Um, Dungeons and Dragons is happening. Jeez, can't bring out the program. Get <laughs> the program and start attacking dicks already. Jeez. <laughs> Alright, so that's 1d4 plus 1 for the each of them. Oh, yes. Okay, so first one is a 4 total. Okay. A 3 total. Mm-hmm. A 2 total. Mm-hmm. And a four total. Alright, so that was what? Uh, 12, right? I was just doing the <laughs> rolls. <laughs> okay, okay. I. Yes. Okay, good. Math. <laughs> math! So you're just rolling Dungeons and numbers. <laughs> You'd be thinking more from an electrical engineer, but no, I'm too lazy sometimes. Uh, so these four bolts of magical energy slam into this Minotaur. And the areas that you had previously described. No, Dan. What areas were they? <laughs> In these four Just magical a... bolts <laughs> slam into this poor Minotaur. Is it that poor, though? It is it a is very now. poor Minotaur now, after four bolts slam into its dick, both balls, and one loops around between the legs and slams into the taint. <laughs> 
A loud howl and a whimper of pain as this Minotaur buckles to its knees and roars out in a language uh, only Nymphia seems to comprehend. Oh, yes. Uh, this Minotaur just screamed, My balls, someone help me. <laughs> Happy now. I mean, he's just rolling over the whole taint thing. <laughs> is that not also in pain? <laughs> In one area. The area between my balls and my butt. <laughs> Why do you call that? My groin was just struck by a bunch of missiles. Come help me, you fools. Help, help, help. Oh, he's calling for help, guys. And As almost... a free action, can I yell like to all the Minotaurs? <laughs> can I do that? Yeah. I'll yeah. say, Think fast or you will suffer a similar fate to your groins! <laughs> That's it. That's what I got. <laughs> Should she roll intimidation for that? I, uh, you know, I will. I will let you roll intimidation for that. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that's appropriate. That's pretty role intimidating. Play that's, that's preceded. That it. is pretty intimidating. We'll see. Stop your attack, or we'll hit your sack. <laughs> <laughs> if you value your scrotums. <laughs> no, I like yours better. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that. All right, so it'll be uh, fifteen. Total. If you value your scrotums, leave that golem. Leave that golem. <laughs> You should be guarding <laughs> your scrotums. And one last one. Four. Okay. This fight had not been going for some of the other Minotaurs, as they shield golem had been slamming into them. And now, with this sudden decree, a lot of the ones that have much shorter horns have quite literally turned tail and started to run. You know they say about Minotaurs with short horns. <laughs> uh, they also look a little bit smaller, possibly younger. Uh, however, about eight Minotaurs still are not scared of this, and two of which are now still wailing on this almost prone shield guardian. Oh, my poor baby. Um, yeah, what I don't get is why. Because they're jerks. That's uh, why. Seems like it. Yeah. It's because they're terrible. <laughs> that's my whole turn. Okay. I yelled as a free action. I, I yeah yeah I, I know. All right, so let me just. You feel in your pocket that the amulet was this small burst of magical energy and the gem inside of the amulet itself is shattered and the shield guardian limply lays there unmoving. Uh, final, in its final desperate attempt to get up, it did bring down another minotaur, pinning it beneath one of the arms. There are several bodies of minotaurs lying around, uh, but this may not be a good thing as... Uh, all right, everybody, if you want to, you can make an Arcana check really quick. Huh? Any answers? Seven. Sixteen. Okay. Twelve. Uh, and uh, Cecilia, you will get advantage 15. on this. Well, my first roll was better, so uh, fifteen. All right, fifteen. So, Nymphia, Cecilia, there is one of the Minotaurs that had previously been standing back, uh, almost in a shamanistic sort of dress, uh, robes and animal skins and such with a long staff uh, has started again chanting and uh, you Cecilia in particular notice that these are necromatic chants what back to our oh, snap. back to the middle of combat <laughs> shocker here for who goes next oh is it me yeah <laughs> what? when you're up um, there's only one guy standing, right? There's only one guy standing, but there are a group of about eight minotaurs and minotauruses. Oh, that's true. Yep, right. standing, standing back Shoot around. Shoot them in the cooch. 
<laughs> Standing back around a shattered shield, uh, shield If you value your snatch, you will detach. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I feel like every single session, Dan comes in here thinking it's going to go a certain way, and then we just, like, ruin it. How do we just... Attack dicks. <laughs> How did a brawl with a small army of metatars turn into a bunch of dick and... <laughs> because Will, mostly. But also me. Also me. And everybody but Kimber's Everybody but Kimber. She's the only one who's like, wait, what's going on? Wait, what? I, I, feel, so her I feel so is her character. Just standing there like, I don't understand what my friends are doing. Why are they insisting on attacking dicks? I'm like, look, I'm not... I, I don't know if I'm okay with it, but it's working. <laughs> so... Anyhow, getting back to it. Yes. So, you're up. What you gonna do? Uh, gonna hang back. The, the thing's broken. He's gonna just, like, alright, I'm, I'm holding position until they come to us. Got my pistol ready, holding action until something gets within range. Um, just behind the shield guardian is where this uh, shaman is mm. standing. Mm. Yeah, I guess, um, do, do I know what it is, or do I, I just... You, you know he's chanting magic, you're not entirely sure what, but you can kind of feel it's black aligned, which means it's probably not something very good. Right. I didn't roll high enough on my kind of Yeah, but I can yell to you. I'm gonna go after this asshole. I could, I could have yelled to you, though. You could. Yeah, yeah you yeah, could. That's a free action. That, that, you could do that whenever. Yeah. So, Nymphia would be, Loyal and I am not getting a good, good feeling about that Minotaur way in the back there. Yeah, that doesn't look good. I uh, no idea what he's planning, but it looks like he's planning something. Those chants don't seem positive. When does chanting seem? <laughs> he's not like go team, doing great, keep on keeping on. Don't worry about your dicks. M I N O T A U R. Minotaur. Okay. Did you just ignore what I yelled at you? You didn't use your. No, he's. Yet. I. I haven't. Okay. So I've spent this whole time joking, not declaring my action. Oh, <laughs> oh, so, uh, so yeah, if, if she's <laughs> if she's taking her free action to point this dude out, uh-huh. he's going to uh, get those flying boots and head above the fray towards this chanting minotaur. Uh, how right. far away are they? Uh, they're a good forty feet at this point. That's honestly within range, actually. It should um, be. Then I, he's just going to get above him and fire a shot into the ground nearby. Just try to disrupt his spellcasting. Uh, Alright. Uh, so, uh, go ahead, I guess, to miss. Roll to miss. <laughs> uh, 18 plus 6 is... No, plus 7. You and your skill with uh, the pistol, especially aboard ships, uh, striking at enemy captains, ringing uh, bells on other ships in particular, sometimes as necessary. What's your choice? Yeah. Strike directly between the feet of this chanting minotaur. Should but I roll intimidation as well? I would certainly roll intimidation. Fifteen. Unfortunately, this minotaur. to fright. This this minotaur, although a little stunned by the sudden sound of lightning and thunder, uh, is still concentrating on their spell, spooked as they are, but they don't seem to break the verse that they're on. All right, um, I still have my extra attack. Go for it. Uh, so oh, I'm gonna staff. I'm gonna hurl a dagger. Go uh, for it. Into the back of his hand that's holding the staff. Woo. Go for it. Roll the hit. Uh, I'm gonna use lucky. Okay, much better. Uh, 
21. 21. You most certainly hit your dagger whizzing through the air and slamming into not not only the hand, not just the hand, but the uh, joint right between the hand and the bone. The Minotaur sort of winces in pain, but breaks its verse in a small howl. Unfortunately, a small, what feels like bolt of necromatic energy is let out, and one of the first, first Minotaurs to fall starts to move and rise up, its head almost entirely gone. But mm. the rest of its body seeming to function just this is a, this is a real thriller. Amen. Alright, Hipfia, you're up. The Metatar is no longer chanting, but there is one zombie Metatar now standing. Just one zombie Just Metatar? one zombie Metatar. It's the furthest one back, too. How far away is that? Uh, that's, uh, I'd say about a good 50 feet. It, it got smashed by a shield guardian. I'm going to try to cast Entangle on it so it can't get closer to us. <laughs> The, the the far one or the group of Minotaurs that's about oh, forty feet away. Are they paying attention to us? Uh, they're paying attention to the person flying who just literally made thunder come out of a small wooden block <laughs> and then stab their shaman. <laughs> yes. So, so like are they guy... just are those guys all just like standing in a group together? They're sparse uh, from each other, but they are rather grouped together. I'd say maybe about twenty feet uh, between them all. So they're all within like a twenty foot area. A twenty foot area, yeah. Okay. Now here's the question. If you do cast Entangle, are you going to entangle no. their dicks? <laughs> That's some hentai shit right there. Oh, yeah. I don't need to think about this, okay? Uh, good job, Keon. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. Alright, I'm instead going to cast... Let me find it. <laughs> Just because you said that, I'm going to not use that spell. <laughs> this is going ways I did not expect. I can't believe from... we haven't broken you yet. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I can laugh off a lot of things. Alright, so you're not using Entangle. So instead, I am going to um, cast Spike Growth. Ooh. On their dicks. (laughs) Oh my fucking god. In a four inch area. (laughs) In a 20 foot radius. That's a big dick. (laughs) That's a lot of dicks. That's a lot of dicks. Alright, uh, on the ground beneath them? Yes. Alright. I also just realized that it's 20 foot radius, not diameter, so it's mm. just like a 40 foot circle. Oh my. So the area becomes difficult uh, difficult terrain when a creature moves into or within the area, it takes 2d4 piercing damage for every 5 feet it travels. And the ground is camouflaged to look natural, so unless they pass a perception check against my spell DC, they have no idea that they're standing on a pit of death. Alright, so what is your spell DC? Good question. Dick, dick. 15. No. Yeah. This Metatar shaman who had just had a dagger thrown into his hand mm-hmm. uh, seems to realize uh, what you've just done, but before he can really give out uh, any sort of warning, uh, one of the Metatars strides forward just a little bit and a howl of pain comes out as there is now a, I guess, spike of wood mm-hmm. jutting into its one leg. Needless to say, the rest of the Minotaurs seem to now realize there was something wrong with the area around them. And we're going to see about this because they're quite literally about to be up. So if they stand still, they're fine, but if they attempt to move. <laughs> well, uh, some of the larger, older looking Minotaurs seem to realize what's wrong and hold position, but some of the younger ones especially decide it's best to flee the area, and uh, 
unfortunately, trigger this metaphorical death trap. <laughs> so how much damage is that? So 2d4 for every 5 feet. Alright, and they're going, and it's difficult terrain, right? Yes. Alright, so we're going to have them use half of their movement. So that's uh, 2d4 times... 2d4 times 4, so... 84. Okay, on 4... A substantial amount of damage. Mm-hmm. 4, 6, 7, 8, 9... Not a ton, but you know, annoying. Enough. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 16, 17, 18, 22. 22 damage total. Two of these Minotaur that bolt forth, one of them uh, trips, falling headfirst into this, landing on these pile of thorns, and... Before he can even seem to make a sound, the air rushing out of his lungs in this almost death blow wails in a language that only you can comprehend. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. oh, good. I thought I was going to feel guilty or something. <laughs> Just like, oh, that's not that bad. <laughs> uh, some of the other Minotaurs have started to sprint, uh, stop in their tracks after taking damage, looking at their hooves, slashes, and blood dripping. They're, uh, some of them standing almost in a, a manner that they've been caught by surprise. They're looking for what possibly could have been the invisible enemy below them, uh, trying to attack them. And now we move on to, uh, the first of the Minotaurs, after the group that have decided to panic and run, because they really can't do anything from here. Uh, this Minotaur shaman, dagger in hand, uh, rips the dagger out from his arm, dropping it to the ground, sort of snorting at you up there before reciting <laughs> before reciting what could only be the most vile of curses term, turned spell. And a... Do I understand it? Uh, you certainly understand he's casting a spell oh, as okay. to what it is. Uh, you don't know. But unfortunately for our friend floating in the air as a malicious spike of necrotic energy flies out from the tip of the staff jamming into you. What's your AC, by the way, really quick? My AC is... 19. Uh, well, that was a nat 20 to hit, so I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, no, that hits. Yeah, so that's gonna be... If I can find that. Oh, it's actually not that bad. Wow, that's really not that bad. So you're taking in total 15 damage. And that was from a crit. That's normally a 3d6. Have fun with that. As your body, <laughs> as your body is hit. Oh, I'm not letting that pass. I am going to ruin your dick. Ruin your dick. <laughs> and in the first comments you have heard in a language you understand from this Minotaur, ha! I'd like to see you try. All right, Dionysus standing there, guard at the ready. Takes his, takes his time and winds up for a swing, sprinting forward and slamming in to hit the first Minotaur, still stunned closest, and brings the hammer down, wailing- it's Captain Hammer's here, hair blowing in the breeze. <laughs> slamming in with this Minotaur, staggering it back, although the Minotaur miraculously catches itself, but appears to have what sounds like cracked, like cracked ribs shattering across it. A howl of pain again let out by this Minotaur. A moo of pain let out by this Minotaur. <laughs> As it now pulls its axe back up again and decides to take its own swing at Dionysus. 
missing horribly as it slams its axe directly into the ground uh, where Dionysus was if he had not sidestepped. Uh, Nemox standing in the back, finally taking a moment to breathe and to concentrate, forms a bubble uh, surrounding not just Minotaurs, but the whole area in general, slowly before collapsing quickly onto two Minotaurs in particular, uh, two of the larger ones, before shrinking into marble-sized rocks dropped down to the ground. Their almost entire presence seemed to now not only condense into what previously Nemok had been using almost as uh, storage devices, but into raw, archaic energy. Uh, well, that's two down. I'm going to need a moment before I can do that again. And now the Manitars that had been standing in place, smart enough not to move, one of them takes his large, massive axe and wails to swing and tosses it, hurling it, because at this point it's almost about the size of a tree, almost like a caber toss uh, at, uh, we'll go with uh, <laughs> Uh So what's your uh, AC? He is probably the freakiest looking one of the Minotaurs. Right, so like, he looks like a demon. What the hell is that? <laughs> uh, that would be 11. 11? Mm-hmm. Oh, you are... There is a very large axe flying at you, but I'm gonna have you call it now. Uh, I find the damn thing. So, uh, heads or tails? Heads. The axe is not flying axe first because of its swing. Instead, there is a pole, the, specifically the pole of this axe striking down on you. So, <laughs> so you are going to be taking, what is that, uh, nine damage from that, which is a lot better than getting hit by an actual thrown axe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's probably going to hurt quite a bit. Yeah. Ishaya, the move is yours. Okay. Um, so the necromantic um, minotaur, right? That one's the furthest in the back. The shaman? It yeah. is the sec- or the, you mean the zombie minotaur or the one that was chanting? The one that was chanting. Uh, it is the second furthest in the back. There is a zombie minotaur, not particularly too far behind it. And that's about how far away from us? Uh, that would be a good, I'd say at this point, a good 60 feet. Or 50 okay. feet. Then I guess I'll use all of my movement to get closer to that one. All right. And I guess I'm still not close enough to do any physical damage, so I'll, I guess I'll throw like a thing of fire, like produce flame. Um, so I'll throw the <clears throat> tiny little fireball at the closest uh, minotaur to keep him away from me. Okay. 17, and roll a hit. Two. That most certainly hits, and it's most certainly taking fire damage. It's this ball of fire. You pull almost from this just raw energy that you are basically formed of, and hurl this ball of fire as it slams into this Metatar shaman, singeing and burning at some of its clothes. Uh, parts of it seem to fall off entirely, and it hoots and howls as it tries to pat out the flame that is now slowly consuming the what was previously uh, decorative grass armor. It was not smart on its part. <laughs> it tried its best. It did try its best. Did it, though. <laughs> uh, so, Cecilia. All right, I have two questions. First. Yes. So, where did Nymphia put the big circle of, of awful? Wherever they were, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I didn't think about that. Where, where were you at? Well, okay. Is that near my my poor little baby uh, shield? Uh, or is that far? It is completely they... surrounding it. 
Yeah, given the given the way Dan described it, it's I wasn't like, sure if they were like all there or if they were kind of back a little bit. Yeah. No, they're they're just about all there, Dang. except for the one that's rather close. Uh, that is currently in the battle with uh, Dionysus. Ugh, shit. Um, sorry. No, I was trying to think of what I'd do instead. Well, I can't move, so just keep throwing shit out. Call it a day. I know, but I was going to do something fun. No, I Because once they're all dead, I, sh- I can dispel it. I don't need that anymore. Mm. Uh, do me a favor real quick. Just mm-hmm. straighten that 20 roll. Boop, boop, boop. 17. You recall that you do, in fact, have a... Uh, a magical item that allows you to temporarily gain control of undead. And there is certainly one undead back there. That's what I... Okay, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do that. I have to place the gem on the undead for it to, to take control of it. So that's what I wanted to do, but I don't want to go through the stuff to get to it. There's certainly other options. You can ask around. Um, I'm not going to ask anybody to do anything. <laughs> It's against my nature. I ha- I wanted to do it myself, and I can't do it. So, instead... Um... I mean, there is... Oh, wait, no, I, can- I have my rod that I can do that. Okay, so I was going to push... All right, here's the thing. I mm-hmm. was going... I wanted to try to see if I could put my spider gen on the, on the guardian to see if I could make him an undead. Um... But instead... No, you're right. I do have a rod that can control minor undead, but I don't know... All I have written down is that it's a charisma saving throw. That's all I know about so, it. So, uh, because I actually have the stats here. Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, if you want to write this down later, I can certainly get that to I you. I can write it right now if you want. Right. Just you can do something. Uh, so the undead needs to make a uh, charisma saving throw equal to your spell save uh, DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it fails, uh, the undead becomes friendly to you and you can give it commands uh, as if it were raised uh, by you. Okay. I'll try that then. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, like, I have to be close to it or... Right. Oh, I'm gonna try that uh, with the guy that's... It's a 60-foot radius, so... Oh, okay. 60-foot range, so you should be more than fine. Okay, cool. I'll try that. Okay. Yay. So... Spell save mm-hmm. against me would be... 16. <sighs> that's a 13. You feel this magical connection as you point this... What was once someone's hip bone. Femur. Yes, it's a femur. Femur. May I point that out? Uh, this magical cool connection between this femur now and this nearly headless Minotaur, as you seem to understand that you now have control over it, and any orders you give while holding this femur in particular, it will obey. Hooray! Is that my whole turn then? Is uh, to just do that? Yeah, you can, if you'd like, you can make an order uh, through the femur. Does he have any weapons on him? He has a very large axe. Right. That he was previously holding before he was almost decapitated. I'm gonna hope that he's a good shot, and I'm gonna tell him to uh, aim to throw the axe at the. Is the shaman looking guy close enough? Sh- definitely. All right, I'll, I'll I'll hope that he can throw. It's really it's well. about ten. He's about ten feet. Away. Oh, okay. Then he's pretty close. I he, I think he could do it. Do you I want him to him. throw, or do you want him to walk over there and slam into him? Yeah, that's true. He won't really take like damage, really. He's already dead. Well, there was a shaman near where the thorns are. Oh, the shaman is in the thorns. Oh, okay. It, it just it's... hasn't moved. It just hasn't moved. He knows that this is a bad call. Uh, yeah, I mean, if he's only <laughs> ten feet away, yeah, I'll, I'll command him to go over and, and go ahead and take a swing. All right. Uh, although rather slowly, hulking with each of these steps, this again nearly headless minotaur <laughs> winds up and takes a massive swing. Oh no. Alright, Minotaur rolled a crit. 
I want you to know that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if it, if it was a fail or a win. I wasn't sure which one very, it was very much a win. Yay! Which seems to be a theme uh, today. And just comes, brings this down on... This shaman was not expecting to have its own raised zombie used against it. As this Minotaur brings this massive great axe straight down on top of it, uh, dealing uh, what is quite literally a boatload of damage. Hooray! <laughs> Gets. Drop a boat on it. Right. <laughs> Boom. Roasted. I'm going to borrow these really quick. Mm-hmm. So that was a crit. Oh my god, that's 18 damage. Yay! Good job, friend. Avenge your friend. Slamming into this Metatar Shaman, who at this point has not had a good day at all. They messed with the wrong shield guard. Yeah, that was that's really and that's uh, That's their fault. They, they just went around destroying property. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It howls out in pain and kind of turns itself looking at now this zombie behind it, still basically bleeding and just starting to undergo the uh, basics of decay. Oh, good. You're a little proud of this. I am. I'm happy. Your zombie told it to just go fuck itself. Accurate. Yes. That's what he gets. <laughs> yes, yes. Like I said, if he, I mean, he, if he hadn't messed with my guardian, I wouldn't even be here in the first place. They deserve all of the awful things that are happening to them. (laughs) (laughs) Specifically awful things. Uh, Mulan sees that this guy is looking at the raised minotaur um, and sort of like descends to ground level. So you shouldn't be paying attention to him. Mulan, watch out. I made the... (laughs) (laughs) Nope, that's it. (laughs) Just watch out! And he's like, yeah, I see him. It's a big, angry minotaur going on. I, I, I will... Uh, he, he'd double-check. Uh, could I just do a perception check with advantage to confirm what she's telling me to watch out I about? I Yes, I was going to say that. Or you could do insight. Let's do perception first. and He's probably not going to worry too much about it. That is a... 24. I'm pretty sure I see these... Sp- oh! oh. <laughs> he waves back. All right. <laughs> And oh, just shit. stays kind of hovering above the, mm-hmm. the ground. You should be paying attention to draws the Sword of War and Peace. All right. He's like, all right. Uh, you're pulling out of the chief for the first time? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to need you to make a wisdom saving throw really quick. All right. Oh, I critically failed. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. So you hear what is normally two voices, but this time they're speaking both your voice and speaking this loud, violent call of Plano favorites, everything does. does. You realize, of course, that this means war. (laughs) (laughs) And that kind of For a roleplay thing, is that extending to everyone? Is that extending to the people I came here with? I mean, it said everything. (laughs) Plano favorites, everything dies. Alright, uh, let's start with this motherfucker. Right. Let's um, <laughs> see where we go from there. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm in it to win it. Uh, yeah. So I lost a third of my health the last thing, so... Uh, yep. <laughs> we're all doing great. <laughs> and I only have so many magic points left to use. And Lulin is... I mean, he took, a, he took a one decent hit, but... Yeah. Alright, um... Yeah, he only smelled his cast all day. It's a cantrip. <laughs> right. Mm. Not gonna be good. Uh, so I'm attacking with the Sword of War 2, but I have an extra attack. Go for it. 17. That hits? Just barely. 
Cool. D8 slashing and a D4 radiant. Yep. D8. Six slashing. Uh, and two radiant damage. And I regain two hit points. All right. Uh, this Minotaur, as you slice into it, this searing blaze coming through tumbles to its knees, barely able to stand. It's living, but just barely. Uh, I used both my... Oh, yeah, I failed the first attack. This was yep, my extra yep, attack. Yep. I'm out. So he just brought this thing pretty damn low. It's nearly dead. So, Nymphia. How far away is it from me? It is a, it's a good 50 feet uh, through a path of treacherous terrain filled with thorns. Where did those come from? <laughs> Gee, <laughs> where did that death trap thing come from? Wait, so is every single minotaur within the thorns right now? Uh, every single minotaur, uh, save for the one that's pretty damn close to, uh, to you guys. Oh, it's just outside of, yeah. There's, there's one close to us? There's one close to you guys. Oh, how far do we see? Uh, he was one of the two that came up that nearly had his balls burned off. Oh, this one. one of those. They're yep. not dead yet. Okay. I'm gonna thorn whip him. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Roll the hit. Do it. Do it. Alright, so I'm... Do it. Do it. Do it. Your journey to the dark side will be complete. So he takes one to 56 piercing damage. Good. Good. Okay, 19 plus 7... It's a high number. Wowza. <laughs> 26. 26. I made it easy because I went up to 20 and then added the letter. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to two steps. So, no, yeah, but, but most certainly hits. Four damage. <laughs> you whip into this Minotaur, and you whip it good. A large streak of blood breaks... <laughs> <laughs> breaks across its chest as what look like thorns left from your spell are almost embedded into there. Uh, it kind of shrugs this off for a moment, but stands ready. Uh, it's about to attack, and it's not going to take... Uh, it's going to charge at the... Uh, yeah, charge at the person who just attacked it. So, uh, really quick, I'm going to need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. As this Minotaur is... I got a 20! Wow. I don't even have to roll for that. <laughs> this You see this Minotaur rear up, its back foot kicking, it lowers its horns, and it charges much like a bull. No. <laughs> really? What? Amazing. You, Some sort of bovine creature. And I do a graceful ballet jump out of the way. <laughs> out of the way? I was going to say over it. You just oh, kind of... <laughs> you gracefully spring up, stepping delicately on not only atop of its horns, but over its head, and... Step down its back, landing almost exactly in the same spot that you were, but the momentum the Spedator had did not catch its original target, and it slams into a tree not too far, <laughs> uh, shaking its head uh, before turning back again, uh, almost stunned at, th- at the events that just happened. <laughs> the Russian judge is still not impressed. <laughs> still not Nothing will impress her. <laughs> right? <laughs> Your jump was weak and your references to cold water are dated. <laughs> Three. On seeing the Minotaur's action, Dionysus, who had stepped out of the way of this charging Minotaur, uh, rears back his hammer and slams it into the ground. Uh, a couple of the Minotaurs that were standing in the thorns before that had yet to move or had not moved very far. Panic as the ground beneath them starts to shake, and a small pillar of what looks like stone starts to rise up. 
Some of them start to flee again, taking yes. damage. Uh, so they'll be about they'll move about ten feet, I'd say. Hooray! Okay, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve damage. Uh, one of the minotaurs that is starting to break away from this uh, seems to, to fall to its knees, howling again uh, in pain. It seems basically incapacitated at this point. Uh, its tendons slashed from the thorns that had been embedded into the ground before it. Uh, several of the other tar, other minotaurs uh, have also taken damage, but none other ones have fallen. Uh, Nemok, standing ready at the back, is going to make a perception check and notices there's something very wrong with one of the members of the party right now. Thorn. Thorn! For once, it's not me! I'm normal! You're normal! <laughs> Ding! Congratulations. Thank you. And without really too much hesitance goes, Oh no. Alright everyone, new objective. Ignore the Minotaurs. Get that sword out of his hand. Now! As he winds up and hurls what looks originally like a magic missile at you, where they combine into what seems to be a larger block. That I'm going to just make a uh, constitution saving through really quick. Alright. As you are being hit by what looks like a small wall of magical force. <clears throat> Is this perhaps the spell Wall of Force? <laughs> Shocker here! Yeah! <laughs> Khan is... Because you're kind of you're still floating in the air. Ten. That's not gonna do it. I don't think that. Yeah, something tells me that will not overcome Nemox's spell safety. <laughs> something tells me. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. That uh, that will not. Do uh, it. In the interest of my current mental state being everything must die. Mm-hmm. Uh, did this happen to squish the uh, barely alive Minotaur shaman in the process? Almost certainly. Okay, good. It, it has fallen face forward. Uh, your zombie minotaur steps out of the way, but unfortunately it was in the thorns. As it right. slams into the ground, large wooden spikes bedding up, poking through the now li- lifeless body of this minotaur. Several of the other minotaur around, after noticing their chief and leader expire on the ground, start to flee with no care of self-preservation as... These thorns are nicking and whipping at them. You can uh, roll damage uh, twice now. We'll see if we can kill anything on the way. Okay. Nine damage. One other Minotaur uh, seems to stumble and unfortunately falls flat onto his face. Spikes ripping through his body as he flays there again. The rest seem to scamper away. There's now only the zombie Minotaur. The one wounded Minotaur still on the ground in the midst of the spikes, barely alive. And the Minotaur, who had run into a tree earlier that were around, the one crumpled on the ground, kind of wincing in pain at every movement, brings out what appears to be the first thing that you've heard this time uh, in a language that all of you can comprehend from uh, out of these things. Mercy! <laughs> Not having it. <laughs> like you showed mercy. Like you showed mercy to my toy. Exactly. That's how. That's how I feel. You broke my frisbee. <laughs> you broke my doll. No, no mercy for you. All right, Shia, you are up here. Nemok has made it very clear, uh, especially with the attack that he has thrown at. Actually, no. What happened to Ma- that, by the way? 
Yeah. The attack that you... You didn't hit him? No, I'm... We're going into the effects of it now. Oh, right? sorry. It's cool. oh. Yeah, I, I definitely failed, but he'll uh, describe are, it when we get to it. So you have just been hit by an invisible wall of force that slams into you. Because you're still flying, this is going to be a little bit less difficult for you. I mean, uh, and you're like getting knocked... Foot off the ground. Yeah, but you're not on the ground. Mm. Like, I can't really knock you prone. I can just knock you back. Although I am going to have you do uh, uh, dexter... Or your, your choice of... Uh, uh, acrobatics or dexterity to try and dodge some of the trees that you are now being flung into. Given that it's trying to get away from trees, I'm going to say a dex save. I'm, Since I'm, he's not really in control of where he's going, he's trying to react to what's happening. You've been hit by a wall of the, force. The, real, the number's the same. Just I'm semantics. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, that is a 24. You kind of weave in between these in an almost graceful manner, dodging the first, the second, and finally coming to a gentle stop at the third tree as your winged boots kind of kick in, slowing you from this. Uh, you are taking a little bit of damage from this, though, although right. not as much. I'm going to have it be half damage. Uh, but you're taking... <laughs> a grand total of two damage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My word! Back to where I was before I killed a man with the, with the sword. Right. <laughs> so, Ishaya, uh, if you'd like, you can roll insight to see why Nemok just threw a wall of force, not only at the Minotaur, but at one of your flying friends. He would definitely be perplexed by this, so let's I'm figure not. it out. <laughs> In all fairness, Lula probably has had this coming for quite a while. I, I was like, like he's. It was only a matter of time. It, we we haven't gotten to a scenario where it's like been able to where I've kind of been able to go like no, but he sees these people as like part of a yeah his crew like he'll fuck with them, but he's still like he'll yeah. he'll go to the, to the pavement for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, not for their toys, but right, yeah. <laughs> not for some shield guardian. Also, since uh, the Minotaurs have fled, Nymphia would have dispelled the hazardous terrain. Oh, thanks. All but one Minotaur flood. There's one Minotaur still on the ground. There's another one that's kind of... He hit his head pretty hard on that tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be, he's gonna be one. part of a case yes. study on football injuries. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. So that was an 11 on insight, which means he probably doesn't understand what's happening. And instead, he's going to order a pizza for the party. <sighs> Are you that hungry? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You didn't eat? I am going to order pizza. You guys can have it, too. Oh, I thank you. Um, But in the context of the game, (laughs) uh, you you think think Nemoc missed. He was aiming directly for the the, the Minotaur, but nope, he accidentally hit. uh, He he, he just missed. He threw something too big. (laughs) You just think Nemoc's a loser? (laughs) (laughs) God damn it, Nemoc, stop hitting our own guys. (laughs) There's a reason for that. Look at him. Well, I, I suppose you can't really from here. I can, but... But God, he's look gorgeous. Just, you look at him and he's just he's like... He's beautiful. Like sparkling, just like... You ever think there's more to life than just being really, really, really ridiculously good looking all the time? As Nehemiah proclaims again, there's something very wrong with him. Probably something to do with the sword of war and peace. Uh, if you're not strong enough to handle it sometimes, it can overcome you with oh, one wow. side or way, the other. Way to be extra petty. <laughs> strong enough. <laughs> I mean, anyone can overcome it with time. It's just he hasn't had it for very long, and he's been used to get an awful lot. 
He has been using it a lot. <laughs> you have been using it a lot. In fairness, this is the first time I've, I've experienced its downsides. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I have a count of the number of times to draw the sword out. Okay. Yeah. Um, Alright, so Rashad, what do you do instead then? So what are you doing instead then? There is the So one... the field, the hazardous area has been dispelled, right? I believe it has been yep. dispelled. Uh, there is one Minotaur on the ground, barely alive, mm-hmm. bleeding. There's another Minotaur that's just ran into a tree, kind of stunned. Mm-hmm. I'm going to run over to the one that's uh, bleeding out. Oh my god, okay. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to burn him in the balls! Not that head. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Wait, is this the one that asked for mercy? Yes, this is the same one that asked for mercy. <laughs> oh my god, no. Okay, I won't be that mean and kick him in the balls, I'll just kick him in the gut. Here's your mercy. <laughs> Not like, just to be petty. Okay. <laughs> nope, I figured as much. Nymphia frowns at you. <laughs> Stay down. Yeah, that, that's it for my turn. Alright. Cecilia. Um. You have a zombie minotaur. There mm-hmm. is a zombie that was just kicked over. It's like kicking a wounded puppy. How dare you. <laughs> and there was one minotaur that doesn't clearly is it understand. Like- Kicking a wounded puppy, it's more like bullfighting. Like, <laughs> still wrong, but it's more like cow tipping, <laughs> which isn't a thing. Did I hear all of your stuff about uh, the Oh, sword? yeah, you, you most certainly did. There, that, he is holding a sword. He probably is not entirely in control of himself right now, and we need to get the sword out of his hands as quickly as possible. Alright, I'm gonna try to. Not that any of you know this, but I'm gonna try to get that sword. Because I want it. Because um, if I can't have a shield guardian, I need something else. Fair. Um, oh, there's no saying that Nima can't fix it. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm going to... I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. She's not going to fix it. I'm going to go ahead and cast Fear on Lulin. Lulin. All right. How do you pronounce your name? You know, at this point, I just stopped. How do you pronounce it? Yeah, I think I pronounce Lulin. it wrong every time. Lulin. Thank you. I'm going to call you Lolo. Lulin. Lulin. <laughs> you know, it sounds exactly Lulin. like how Ishaya That's how Ishaya would call him, though. So, Lulin. I'm going to cast Fear on Lulin. I project a phantasmal image of your worst fears. You and any other creature in a 30-foot cone must succeed on a wisdom saving throw, or you're going to drop whatever you're holding and become frightened for the duration. Um, okay, wisdom saving throw? Yeah, just wisdom right. saving throw. Really quick, though, what is his darkest fear? Mm. All right. Tell us what you see. You, yeah, so you're projecting there. Is it only what I can see, or is it everyone can see this? Of a creature's worst fears. Yeah, no. Of, it just says, I protect a phantasmal image of it. It's probably... So, yeah, you, I'd say it. everybody can see it, but yeah. it would be of his worst fears. Yeah. You see a um, tall man, middle-aged, um, salt and pepper hair. Um, he's wearing noble clothes. Uh, looks like there's, there's almost some pieces of metal sewn into it. Like, it, it's almost as much armor as it is clothing um he's holding a length of chain and you see chains around Lulin mm. and he's gonna throw uh that's a it's definitely a success uh that's 19 okay 
Well, then you're just not scared. You're fine. <laughs> you do see something that is your worst fear. You're like disturbed. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're okay. Was there anybody else in a thirty foot uh, radius of, of him with the wide right now? I mean, there's there's like a, the zombie minotaur. Oh, so it's a zombie. But I don't really. I don't think that has. A, you know, no, no. There, for the zombie minotaur, it sees a bunch of worms. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it doesn't even know, but yes. Um, it's not brave. Do you want to try to give it a wisdom saving throw? Then? Do you want to? I mean, it, I I cast it so it happens whether I want it to or not. So, go for it. Go for it. You All know, right, so I'm you roll because you're in control of it. So what? You See if you scare the crap out of your own minotaur. I rolled a four. So, <laughs> so yeah, I guess. <laughs> Um, it, drops thing. it drops the thing and starts cowering. It's headless at okay, this point. Okay, so while frightened by the spell, uh, <laughs> the creature must take the dash action and move away from me as quick as it can until it can't go anywhere else. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what? As long as it doesn't have line of sight to me, then it can like get its shit together again and make a wisdom saving throw to like stop being scared of worms. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, ah! <laughs> yep, it just buggers the fuck out of there. Okay, bye. Actually, I will say, I mean, I only have, I can only hold on to it for a sixty foot range. So the minute it runs farther than sixty feet, I guess it just dies, <laughs> right? It'll yeah, yeah. Okay, well, it runs six, it runs sixty feet and then dies. I did it. <laughs> it flops back right. into your corpse. <laughs> Alright, that's my turn. I tried. Uh, so before we get into this session combat that's about to happen again, with everyone trying to get a sword out of someone's hand without killing them, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's a good time to take a break right here. I know it's the middle of combat, but we already pushed that by threshold by about ten minutes here. Yeah. Alright. Alright. End of, end of episode, I guess. Thank you for walking with us on Plane Shift. We're glad you took the time. The intro and outro is Perpetuum Mobile by the Penguin Cafe Orchestra. The music during the podcast is sourced from The Witcher 3 and Zelda Reorchestrated. Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons are both property Wizards of the Coast. If you enjoy the podcast, we'd really appreciate you taking the time to spread the word. You can leave us a rate or review on iTunes or on Facebook, or you can just tell your friends. We like sharing this thing we've created with new people, and every little bit helps. If you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email to planeshiftpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at planeshiftcast, or on Facebook on the Planeshift page. We'd love to hear from you. Until our paths cross again. So, last time, a prawn. A prawn? <laughs> a prawn? <laughs> I don't remember this. Up, I am a prawn. <laughs> I come bearing shrimp. Shrimp! Heaven! No! <laughs> Daniel, Daniel, we can't keep doing this. Was it a small piece of a larger plan? So a, a prawn pawn? <laughs> it could potentially have been a prawn pawn.
was it shield bronze? So it has. It, a, yeah, it so was a bronze pawn pawn. <laughs> <laughs> a bronze prawn pawn. He was singing oh, Carrie Pummy Pummy's very popular song. Pon pon pon. Oh, pon 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 pon. It was a pon 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 pon. You couldn't hear it, but in the background that was playing. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Bizarre or unusual shellfish shaped designs on it. That was very shellfish of the design. Oh. <laughs> I know it was. We're never going to get to the recap. <laughs> I can laugh off a lot of things. Like roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like roller coasters. Yes. Which apparently Vera wants to go back there, so she, specifically so she can hear me laugh on a roller coaster. Oh it is unnerving. It's hilarious. <laughs> I was told it. I was told by the person behind me that it detracts from the thrill of the roller coaster. Oh, I say it adds to the thrill of the roller say, coaster. It adds to it. Having someone. <laughs> Manically giggle like the lunatic that just escaped the asylum. Yes. Like, like your 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 laughter on a roller coaster is like that moment in a movie where the the radio turns on. Like you you pass a sign that says as hit, hit, traveling hitchhikers maybe escape patients and you turn on the radio it's like hey someone just broke into the axe shop and also there was a breakout at the axe murderer asylum. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound of <laughs> oh in the, the back of a roller coaster. <laughs> yes, accurate. I had no idea. It was that terrible. Oh, oh no, it's it's beautiful. hilarious, but it it is like if you d if we didn't know you, I'd be spending the entire time like we need to get off this roller coaster <laughs> now. <laughs> but it's in motion now. <laughs> I don't care now. I have a theory that he gets louder if he goes faster, so we have to put him on King Daka. Ooh, yeah, let's <laughs> let's test this. Let's test this hypothesis. We shall. <laughs>